Welcome back to The Short Game. It's a show where we talk about short video games, games that respect your time. Uh, I'm your host, Reagan Kelly, and I am joined by my full complement of co-hosts once again. Shane, my brother, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And Nate Heininger, my other bro, how are you doing? I'm doing well, rapidly Googling fish puns for the entirety of this episode. Oh yes, get those at the ready. And Laura Nash, my female bro, how are you doing? I'm doing great. A little awkward thinking about you being my bro. <laughs> Just yes. a little weirded out by that concept, yes, but that's we'll, okay. We'll table that for now and talk about Abzu. Uh, this week we're talking about Abzu, which is a uh, game for the PlayStation 4 and for Windows from... Uh, appropriately named developer Giant Squid. Yes, it is a game that I think anyone who knows our show uh, knows that we will cover this game uh, because it's from uh, some of the creators of Journey and it's very heavily inspired by that game and that's been uh, that's been a game that has hit the nail on the head with us as an audience. Uh, people who love short games loved Journey and will tell you about it. <laughs> this is a game you could actually call refreshing in the sense that you feel better after playing it. And I don't know. It's about a cool you guys. drink of water. It's a cool drink of water. Or just a wonderful aquarium simulator that is a lot better than that sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um and this is an interesting one because I mean obviously lots of connections to Journey, but it's i it, it think I think it's an interesting kind of um test case for whether Journey and its its concept and execution is something that can be imitated and still be, you know, ha have the appeal that Journey had. Um, because this game had kind of mixed reviews, kind of uh, mixed reception. A lot of folks really praised its uh, its visuals, and it is a gorgeous game. Um, but it got kind of mixed reviews. A lot of uh, a lot of folks uh, complained about its sort of lack of interactivity or like uh, kind of rel how little it asks of the player in terms of uh, execution or puzzle solving or what have you. It's it's a it's an experience that is um, really weighted towards appreciating and enjoying an aesthetic experience and going on a sort of a uh, journey of emotion and and aesthetics and less about gameplay with a capital G. Well, it's journey without the collaboration in a sense. Like you don't end up, you, know, you, you play this game very solo. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, you know, little robot buddies, little lights that accompany you along your way. But for a lot of the game, it is you alone. And it doesn't have the kind of meta story to the extent the journey has. It has a plot. But it's not quite as, we're going to go through the hero's journey. This is going to be incredibly deep, um, the journey did. And it, in some I ways, is beat it. for beat very similar to Journey. True. Um, it, it does have that sort of, um, sort of travel quality to it where, you know, you're, you're forging ever onward. Um, and there's a lot of little graphical nods to Journey in this. Like you mentioned the little robot buddies. Um, you can chirp at them, and they chirp back at you. And at first, I thought, "Aha, that's my 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 other PSN user buddy." But no, it's they are truly just robots. Uh, they're little little drones. Um, but before we dive too much into dive, but before we dive in, guys, uh -huh. oh, there's the first good one. All right, I knew there'd be some aquatic puns that would be littering the ocean floor of this episode. 
Um, but before we get too far into me describing all the little robot buddies that you have, uh, let's talk about the, the, your, your character in the game, because that's, I think, the most interesting thing. Uh, and it's a good place to start. So you start off as a diver um, in the center of the ocean. And I don't recall anything before you just sort of find yourself floating in an endless sea. Is there anything else going on there? Nope, just a mm. title screen with Abzu. And uh, the the diver character is really... I Just as much as like... How, you remember how striking the first time you saw the character model for the sort of lead character, the robed figure from Journey? Um, yeah. This has that same kind of look. It's, it doesn't look anything like the character from Journey, but something about it drew me in. It's got these very expressive and yet very minimal eyes, and it's a, it's a very low-poly model, so it looks very... Um, it's, it's, uh, it's human, but not perhaps human. It has a kind With of a... With a little bit of a cat ear. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the cat yeah. ears are part of its helmet, but it's yeah, unclear. Yeah, a rad helmet. Yeah. It seems to be wearing... Uh, like the only diving equipment is the helmet and, and the, the rest fins. Is, and and the swim fins and then the rest is like a bodysuit. Yeah. It's a little Tronish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like Definitely. a cross between someone who is about to go skiing and and someone who's about to go snorkeling. Like Daft Punk. Yeah, and the and the similarity visually between this and Journey doesn't end here and is not really a surprise. I mean, first off, I, I don't think we mentioned it earlier. This is uh the director of this game, uh, the creative director, uh, Matt Nava, was Journey's art director. So basically one of the top guys who came up with the look of Journey was responsible for pretty much the creative direction of this game. And also shared with Journey, uh, the composer. Uh, the, the soundtrack here is excellent, and it's a lot like the soundtrack of Journey, and it's also by Austin Wintory. So a lot of shared talent between these two games and a very similar kind of direction. The only difference I noticed is a lot more choral music hmm. in this. <laughs> a lot of sweeping choral music, whereas uh, Journey stayed a little orchestral. That's true. <laughs> I thought you were making a... Another pun. There's plenty of coral, but there's also, yeah. you know, physically. When uh, that lobster came out and played, uh, you know, the piano on the ribs or the xylophone on the ribs, you know, that was a classic move. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the lute played the flute. Yeah. I think we should do our best to not lean too heavy like it is very much like journey but we could yeah. spend this whole time comparing it and contrasting it to journey but i think it has a lot of its own merits um, mm -hmm. that are different than than journey and make it a unique experience first of all the movement i mean the hugest difference to me journey has a little bit of flying but uh, the ability to dive and roll and spiral through water is really lovely and there's a lot of swooping i mean journey like journey it shares the camera movement where you don't control the camera 100 percent of the time as you move the camera will move around you to show you the best angle but yeah. it's really lovely to um the controls are basically dive and move within the dive I swear I'm not boost. trying to pun here, but yeah. the the animation is incredibly fluid. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it really it is. is. Well, it's almost because the game takes place ninety percent underwater. It feels like flying. I mean, you mm -hmm. you could 
it, it's very hard to differentiate the two except for that instead of like flapping or anything like that you're moving in a you know a very nice um uh streamlined swimming maneuvers it's swimming if you're really good at swimming mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not. And so it gives me the feeling like if I was maybe wonderful at swimming, that I'd be able to glide through the water as if it had no resistance. Yeah. Uh, that's what your character gets to do. It, it's, it's a superpower of swimming. And the motivation for doing all of this swimming, I mean, it, it's pretty unclear. You know, we know that we're kind of progressing through uh, what seem to be underwater ruins as well as sort of like, archipelagos of little like coral reef areas full of fish that this place this world that we're in is so incredibly full of fish it's like absolutely teeming with life and uh it's just so, lousy with fish yeah and there's 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 not really like a clear at least at first there's not really a clear objective we just know we're trying to explore the space and probably progress into a new space there are doors and we figure out how to open those doors move on to a new area to look at some new before fish before i even began to explore in this game i just spent a long time just enjoying the swimming mm-hmm. and practicing leaping out of the water was something that I did for a long time. Like you can really build up speed and it does, it feels really fun to just try and like work up a a head of steam and like start jumping. And then, you know, all of that, it, it was fun right away and it stayed fun the whole way through the game. When I saw some dolphins and they were like jumping out of the water later on, I was like, oh, sweet, I get to jump with the dolphins, and the dolphins play with you, and it's, it's wonderful. The The swimming never stops being a delight. Yeah, it really and that's is. that's something you guys said early on, when you said the game is about two hours to compete and three hours if you really like looking at fish, and I discovered that I love looking at fish, and I love playing with <laughs> fish, and I love swimming with whales. Yes. There's yeah. a beautiful part where um, you're in a kind of on-rails sequence where you're just going through a quick tunnel, and then suddenly you're swimming alongside a giant whale, and it is so... Giant whale. Yeah. It's giant, and it is beautiful, and it is everything that... Rafi told me Big Beluga was going to be like. <laughs> there's yeah, there's the a game lot to recommend this game, but moments where it plays with scale, and those whales are at the at the absolute pinnacle of that. And some other incredible uh, incredible technology goes into not only just creating these incredibly huge characters, but creatures of an incredible number that move in these intricate swarms and schools. It's really inc- some moments of of real wow on a just a, a raw level of just like seeing something enormous. Yeah. And seamlessly moving you through that scale so that you can go from taking up a third of the screen to taking up uh, a 70th. Pixels, like, yeah. Pixel a 70th. Like you just get tiny at times. And also, most of the time that even though you're on rails, they'll still let you press circle and do front flips. And so <laughs> if you're like uh, me, I was both in shock and at the enormity of the whales and also just having the greatest time just front flipping all around uh, all of these whales. It, 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 was, <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. So here's, I guess, the question that really comes up, I think, in a lot of reviews uh, of this game and uh, in a lot of the reaction that I've seen online to this game. And that's like, is... So the game is undeniably gorgeous and uh, things like the swimming feel fun and interesting to do 
But is that enough? Because really, that's what you get. When you buy Abzu, you're you're buying a couple of hours of a really beautiful fish-watching experience with some light plot elements uh, that are told mostly sort of through, uh, you know, illusion and hints. So really, what you're getting yourself in for is a game that is about swimming with fish and enjoying the experience of looking with, looking at, and kind of you know, blissing out to looking at fish. Is that, it, does that a game make? Like what is, this game has, like does this game have any other mechanics that you can think of or is that enough? Did that did that give you a complete experience? I, I think I'll go first on that. Um, for, yes, um, but I do think there was, if we're gonna, you know, fall back on the journey thing, I personally thought that there was more incentive in this game to moving forward other than the beauty and other than the fun of exploring to can see what was next in this game more so than journey. I felt like there was more at stake as you progressed. It's very light and there's no pressure. You could spend 10 hours in a single pool, just swimming around in circles. If you want, there's nothing chasing you. There's no, you can't really get hurt or anything like that. Not anything serious. Um, but I do think there's a little bit more driving you in this game than some of the other, uh, exploration style games that we've played. But, um, for it's, for what it's trying to accomplish, which is a, a, a beautiful and kind of thrilling in its design and it's, and the moments that you get, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't. I think there's certainly going to be a lot of people who probably found this game uh, boring or not worth their time or or whatever. But I don't think it's trying to do that. I think it's trying to appeal to a certain um, to a demographic. I think that would be large if enough people gave it chances. It's it's a tough thing. I I had a great experience with it. Absolutely. I I kind of knew what to expect going in. I had played a short demo of it at PlayStation Experience and got like maybe uh, 15, 20 minutes of kind of just fit swimming around looking at fish. And that demo was a little different than the actual finished product. There were a few things in this that I, I didn't see in that demo. Um, but I got a sense of it and I knew, okay, this is, it, I know what Journey was all about. I know I enjoyed that experience. And so I went into this with similar, with, with expectations, I think, that that it would be a uh, an, an experience more than a, you know, game I hate saying things are not games because I definitely believe this is a game, but I did not approach it the same way that I would have, for example, you know, a Metroidvania. Like it's a, you go into it expecting to just have an experience and appreciate, um, you know, I don't know, appreciate art or whatever. I, I thought it was so beautiful that I, I got out of it what I was hoping for, but I could see where some folks, if that wasn't what they were looking for, might, might think that this was, you know, not great. I mean, I think of it a little bit like vacations. Sometimes you take a vacation because you need uh, to explore. You're really curious. You want a lot of new experiences. Sometimes you also want to go to relax. Hmm. And this is very much the kind of relaxing, you know, rejuvenating weekend of gaming. You're not going to have puzzles that stimulate your brain. There are some things to do. You can solve them pretty quickly. They're not brain teasers by any stretch of the imagination. It's not yeah, it a button masher. Just nudges to explore. Yeah, they're Their not button first mashers. temple, uh, first Zelda temple uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> puzzles. Exactly. Like getting it, the door mostly... of the Zelda temple open is sometimes yeah. harder than the puzzles in this game. 
Absolutely. Puzzle. Uh, Puzzle's some, not the right word. Collectibles even. that you can get. You can get the white shells. Oh, yes, yeah. but what this game is for is for engaging to the point that you can let go of whatever you were worrying about before you started the game. It is very much of the, you know, two pina colada style of gaming. <laughs> like you really, it, it you play it not to. Uh, challenge yourself, but to let go of something. And I was playing it because I was stressed out, and I felt wonderful after playing this game. And I, I think that there need to be games that do this. I mean, on iOS, there was that uh, Zen Master game where you just wrapped rope around a rock. Like, <laughs> there are plenty of games that are made to chill you out, and to let you kind of dive into something else. Yeah, you know, I, I'd like to, I'd like to say to that, uh, that's an interesting take on the appeal of this game, and it kind of resonates for me because when I think about the reason that I watch nature documentaries, it's not because I love learning facts about evolution and how you know the life cycle of a bee works. Uh, a lot of times, it's just because I want to relax and bliss out. And for for that's a kind of art, and and that's what this is doing too. It's a it's an experience that people are going to want to have. So I do think that there's a room for, there's room for this certainly in my uh, in my game collection. Sometimes you want to watch Mr. Robot, and sometimes you want to watch the Great British Baking Show, and both are <laughs> valid. And I think the really hard thing about games is people confuse difficulty with it being a game. Yeah. Yeah, I and I really think that there were a lot of thrilling moments in this game, and and I, like, it's not, you know, Call of Duty campaign or whatever where you're like, it's not intense, but there were a lot of moments that I was, I was in it, you know, like we're talking about relaxation. I sure, think but... the real question is like, does it? make you feel like you're involved. You know, I think the criticism that some people have for this, and to be perfectly honest, I don't share it. I really, really enjoyed the game, but I think it's a valid point, is that because the game is so light on interactivity, I mean, it's interactive in that you can swim in any direction you want and look at any fish you want, and the fish are gorgeous, but like... And ride them, we haven't said that yes, yet. Yes, yeah, you can you can ride on dolphins and stuff. It's super fun. I, I found that stuff fun. But in terms of like mechanics, it's so light. It's such light fare that I could see some folks and some folks have definitely complained that it means that they feel more like they're watching something than playing something. And for them, that that uh, that detracts from the experience. I'd like to I'd like to comment on that because I have I have some thoughts that I'd like to share that hopefully might not wind up being a total rant mm -hmm. uh, or ramble. Uh, but I kind of felt that way when I first started playing this game. And my initial thoughts on this game that as I started playing it, uh, of course, I loved the swimming, but you get into the first few areas where you're, oh, well, I've seen the fish here. I'd like to move on. And if there's anything at all slowing you down, you start to have those moments. I, I compared the game at first to a really gorgeous screensaver. <laughs> and obviously it's more interactive than that. But if you think back to the flying toaster days of computer screensavers, uh, you know, I, I was a big fan of After Dark with the flying toasters, but the holy grail 
of screensaver technology was realistic aquarium simulation. Absolutely. No <laughs> there question is a about reason. That. No question about it. And and the reason that that was something that sold a thousand that was a con- a concept that sold a thousand screensavers was because um you can't perfectly recreate the gorgeous beauty of looking at a a gorgeous saltwater aquarium. This game comes very close. <laughs> Shane, are you a salesman? Are you a scra- are you a uh, are are you a an aquarium salesman? <laughs> if so, I may, I'm I may sold. well be. Yeah, well, you know, I have some some fish puns that I'd love to share with you. Come on, dive in. But um, I think we did that one already. We've used that one. Sorry, you're gonna have to. You're You're packed to the gills with fish uh, puns. uh, Coral music, fluid. Um, (laughs) But uh, but no. So so Reagan, you you brought up the idea of is this a complete experience? So there's so is is it complete? Is it an experience? So it's definitely something that I feel like is a complete experience. You are living through this. You are you're driving the experience. Uh, and sure, it's an experience that has that has a story that you are set on, uh, but it's something that you're experiencing, and and it kind of brought up for me something that's been on my mind a lot um, lately because I've been playing No Man's Sky, which is another game where um, it has that sort of chill feeling. It was designed to be a relaxing game uh, for the most part. And it's something where a lot of people have been wondering, does this have the amount of mechanical content that I was expecting from something that, you know, I would pay a premium price of for $20 of this or $60 of No Man's Sky. And uh, so this is a very different thing, obviously. This is, a, this is an attempt to create an experience that's very directed and linear, where you're walking around staring slack jawed at the beauty of it and the other is one where it's meant to create a completely open experience where you're walking around staring slack jawed at the beauty of the technology that they've created um and so it has kind of pushed me to to question like what makes a game a complete experience and to me i think a complete experience is one where i pick it up and i have that you know, I get the feeling that the, that the game was pushing me to feel and I see, um, kind of a little bit of narrative, something that carries me along, uh, and then I can, and then I can move on. And when I got to the end of this game, I felt like I had that. Yeah. I think there's a natural progression to this game. I mean, it, and we're not going to really get into the plot, but it does change and it does kind of grow and you do, get a sense to a degree of why you are there and what it is you're trying to do. Um, it is still vague and it's wildly open to interpretation, uh, which I think is great. Um, but I think the game does start off. I, I too had a few moments when you're just in a giant like pool basically. And it's like, okay, where do I go next? It doesn't really lead you anywhere. So you had to kind of, I, I, I found myself a couple times kind of scraping along trying to find like, oh, there's the tunnel I'm supposed to go into and, and moving forward. But I kind of thought once I really got involved in it and as after it's a short game, so really about 20 minutes in, I was I was sold hook, line and sinker. Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, the worst. I, uh, 
And uh, I hope no one leaves us iTunes reviews about this episode. <laughs> I hope oh. they do. Everyone Lis- loves our puns. Listeners, oh, yeah. if you want to hear more puns, yeah. batten down know. the hatches because those bad reviews are incoming. Uh, nice. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I will not disagree with someone if they say this game was not for me because I, I totally see it. I really do. I mean, it, there's not a lot of in- direct mm-hmm. involvement. But uh, it, it, it's certainly is. more involvement than a film, though. Like some people immediately yeah. go, "What I say, you know, take this to what I think is a bit of a ridiculous extreme," and say, "Ah, oh, but you know, if I'm not like, what am I doing? It's just a movie about fish or something like that." And I think that's like a lot of reviews have said it's more of a film type of experience, or you know, you're, I'm, I feel like I'm watching something happen rather than involved. Yeah, but and, people but said that about only Grand as Theft good Auto. as you are. <laughs> yeah, like, you make the, this game as you know if you're having a really wonderful visual experience it's because you chose to swim there you explored that you decided that that area of the bioluminescent cave was worth exploring and i feel like i hear this it's like a movie thing both as a compliment and as like a sh- as as an insult on games all the time and yeah. it's like w- i think we need to make a decision w- or just split this movie connection that we're everyone's always talking like yeah, like uh, it's it's like Uncharted. It's like, well, yeah, that's also like a movie, but no one says, "Oh, but I didn't feel involved because, you know, th- yeah, that's yeah, you're still, to shoot. You, yeah, you have a gun in that. It's still a uh, God. It, they should have let you shoot the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a harpoon gun, man. Just let me shoot the shoot all the fish, every kind of fish. What a game! <laughs> one of the coolest moments was that I decided at one point I was going to swim up and see what I could see on the surface, and the mm-hmm. answer is. Nothing. I mean, I could swim around and see a little bit, but the fact that they let me up there and let me see that there was nothing up there was really, I wouldn't say it was profound, but it was a little moving. It was like, oh, there's so much going on underneath. And yeah. uh-huh. and if I think what's above water is more important, yeah. what am, you know. And I had a moment or two like that, and, and I just, that was yet another moment where they, I felt like they were playing with scale, because you're looking out, and it's not that there's nothing, you see me, I saw maybe like a rock or two. I see some you know, kelp, but, like I see some, some kelp. algae. Yeah, but you know, it's playing with the vastness of things, so you're, you're, you're confronted with these enormous whales and schools of fish, and later on these structures that are just truly enormous, but all of it is nothing compared to the size of the ocean. Yeah, yeah and also- It's passive. Um, the game is passive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and on that same note, but like on uh, on the opposite end, on the deep end, if you will, um, the uh, oh. there was a part. Where <laughs> you almost slipped that one past me. Go on. <laughs> actually, it's actually very literal. Um, the uh, there's a part where you come in and there's big, sw- a, a massive swirl of fish. I mean, the biggest you'd really seen in oh, this yeah. game so far. And on the other side of them is where you need to go. Yeah, my but- uh, PS4 dropped some frames when I think I I hit that. <laughs> gigantic uh, school of fish but yeah and there's uh, like just a, not as many as i would have expected actually yeah it's and it you can truly, go in there and it and all right of them are it. on your screen um mm-hmm. and it's awesome yeah. yeah uh and they're making the noise like you, it's like a, a really intense noise when you're in there um but there's also you can kind of see the tip of like a, a rock structure like a spire coming up to the middle and there's a point where you can um they they include these uh like meditation points that I would think are similar to um, uh, we saw them in um, Tale of Two Brothers, stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, and Journey, where you can just like sit and like 
enjoy the and atmosphere. And life is strange. And oh, life yeah. is strange, yeah. I actually really appreciate when games give you that, particularly if they have like a really pretty environment for you to, you know, it gives you an opportunity to just take it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one has some of the best because it lets you f- kind of float your focus from fish to fish. And at the, in those moments, it tells you which kind of fish you're looking at. And I had some great moments doing that. Like there was a time where I was looking at this big fish that was like a barracuda or a grouper or something. And it just, I was watching it for a, for a minute, and then I was thinking, huh, maybe I'll look at a different fish. And it ate a different fish. <laughs> nice. And, I was and like, then you oh, had an okay. achievement called, like, Circle of Life or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate, great. I'm sorry we were interrupting you. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I mean, it, it, it's all good stuff. And, and But my the reason I bring this point up is that, so it's, like, at the tip of this spire, and I was like, I wonder if I can swim down, you know, down along this spire, thinking, because there are, like, you know, at some points, invisible walls that kind of like your character does like a real smooth like turn around, and and so I was expecting one of those um, to stop me from swimming deep, but it doesn't. You can go all the way down to the floor, and it gets super dark, and your character's flashlight turns on, and your little robot's flashlight turns on, um, and I don't. I think the flashlight comes in play uh, because of the plot later on, or like where you're forced to go, but. It, for me, this was the first time the flashlight had turned on, and so it recognized that someone would want to swim that far down. And there's all sorts of interesting fish down there, and and um, just some really interesting like structures. And again, you know, it's an exploration style game, so like it's yeah, less interesting. A, a great to example say that, of a but, of a totally optional area because you can swim right over it, and not even know it's there. Yeah, and, you uh, don't have to go down there, and I do think they they guide you a little bit passively by putting that meditation point at the top of that spire. So you see it and you're like, Oh, I'll go down to that. And then maybe you'll decide to swim down. But I mean, it's, it's really big down there and there's a lot of stuff and you don't have to go there. You can swim straight across and go through the tunnel. So any favorite fish? You want to wrap it up with favorite fish? Best fish? <laughs> Best fish. Uh, I was excited to see an angler fish. I mean, I, I like the bioluminescent fish area because they all looked creepy as hell. And there was one that just looked like it was completely in plate armor. Mm. Like, that fish would cut me up. Swimming with the... I like dolphins. Swimming with the dolphins and the orca uh, were pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. There's I a was... really, really satisfying moment near the end of the game. Um where you know we were talking about jumping out of the water, and not only are you jumping out of the water, but like a whole ton of stuff are jumping is jumping out of the water with you, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So pretty. I, I think my favorite was uh, you encounter uh, start encountering sea turtles pretty early on, um, yeah. but they're they're gorgeous, and you can kind of like grab onto them and ride them. You can do that with a lot of fish in this. The, most of the larger ones you can kind of use as a boost, and even kind of steer them around, and. Um, I mean, I'm I'm fascinated by and kind of in love with sea turtles. I think they're really beautiful and interesting. And um, I mean, we talked about the art style of this game, but like they're just an example of how lovingly they've done these models of these fish. The, the art style is this sort of pastel kind of color scheme, and they are using some cell shading, I think. Um, and so the everything has this sort of like vaguely 
like almost Lisa Frank kind of look to it, but not over yeah. the top. Not not quite so Lisa Frank as Lisa Frank. But I think in that colorful in that neighborhood. is just the better word than well, Lisa yeah, Frank. but it, it has this sort of like neon beautiful and yet flat, but also really lifelike. I don't know. It's hard to describe, and they're just so so damn pretty. Like I really really just enjoyed checking them out and grabbing onto so, them. Yeah. Reagan's favorite fish was the Lisa Frank that he could grab onto. <laughs> um, and mine, I guess, was... Um, so I, I was traveling this year through Portland, Maine, and I stopped at the International Cryptozoology Museum and got a chance to see a coelacanth. So I recognized the, uh, recognized the coelacanth uh, and... Uh, that was my favorite fish. I was like, "That's that's the uh, that's that that's that ancient fish, the one that they didn't think was real, but then it was." Just like Nessie, who would be a great addition to this game because she's totally real. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, the, all the fish are awesome. And uh, if you listener have a favorite fish, uh, I guess let us know. That's something I suppose we would be interested in hearing about. Just in general, really. I mean, if you play this game, um, let us know your favorite fish in it. But if you don't play this game, what's your favorite fish? Yeah. <laughs> That's something I need to know. You can yeah. follow us on the short game on Twitter <laughs> at... All right. Tweet us your best That's fish picks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, and we actually mean fish. Yep. And uh, don't just say tilapia. Yeah, we're not looking. We all know tilapia is delicious. All right. Yeah, we all we know that. Yeah, but you know what? You you can tell if you agree that tilapia is delicious. Reach out to us. Yeah, tweet tweet <laughs> us. Maybe you like salmon better. Okay, now we're, we're just sounding also like open weird. to all fish creatures, like, including the kraken, which you can find in this game. Oh man, uh, do, there not, are some, do not disturb the kraken. No spoilers. There's some really interesting stuff late in the game. Um, so. People can find this game on the PS4 and also on Steam. And I would actually totally recommend the PS4 version. I'm sure that the Steam version is also good. Um, play it with a controller. Don't try to do the keyboard and mouse. Uh, I, I, I've read that's not very not it's very good. dual joystick. It, that's where it's at for something like this. Like yeah. I, I feel like I need that full 360 movement on a joystick mm -hmm. uh, so far not available for mac or other computer platforms not available for any consoles apart from the playstation 4 so if you don't have a ps4 i'd still totally recommend getting this on steam it's 20 bucks 1999 um and i guess that's the whole story it takes about uh, two to three maybe four hours if you really love fish yeah i think i took about two and a half after um I, I spent I felt like I spent a good amount of time with I it. actually I, I was taking my time and so I definitely took over three um, but you know and I was really enjoying myself so like I'd say that that's you know if you're if you're like me and love fish then this is probably gonna take you uh, several hours but I, I did I did spend a significant amount of time just sort of looking around at every corner of every area looking to try to find the various things that are sort of collectibles looking at all the fish and so on so um i fell asleep while playing the game and so it took me about five hours of play time <laughs> complete. that actually Oops. sounds wonderful yeah it, the game the game is working as intended <laughs> so um what are we uh i guess what are we playing next what are we talking about next week we are playing Rain, the dark Tinder meets kingdom building game for iOS. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you so much for recommending this to me, Laura. Uh, Rain's is 
pretty cool. Um, it's been getting a lot of, uh, of very positive reviews. And as we speak, it is the top paid app on the App Store, which is very surprising. Um, but it's from Devolver Digital and some, you know, they published it. I don't know the name of the developer, but I'm sure we'll have that in the episode. And you should totally play it, totally check it out. It's also on other platforms. So it's on iPhone, Android, and also Steam, I think. But I would play it on mobile. It's a, it's a really a mobile native game. Yeah, it's been... Uh, I'm excited to talk about this game. Uh, it, it, there's Mechanics are simple, outcomes are varied and hilarious, and I I recommend it. Yeah, if you like interactive fiction but want something where the uh, that's really designed mobile first with very simple controls, uh, really accessible for anybody, even folks who maybe don't aren't really uh, into interactive fiction, this is one to check out. Um, so... Uh, course we already mentioned you can leave us a review on itunes but you can also go to our website www.theshortgame.net where you'll find all of our past episodes you'll find show notes from this episode and uh you'll find a link to itunes where you can write us a review or you can write us a comment right there on the site where you can drop us a line and we love to hear from you about your favorite fish or whatever else um you can also find me on twitter i'm your host reagan kelly at reagan k on twitter r-a-y-g-a-n-k uh, Laura, where can people find you? You can also find me on Twitter at Laura J. Nash. And Nate, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Nate STL. And Shane, where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at 8BitShane. And thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of The Short Game. <laughs>